will bring before you now Mr. Sean Forbesdale. Good morning. Good morning. My boys are carrying from a little bit, so I got to make sure I stay in them. That was pretty good food, wasn't it? I am very pleased to stand before you today. I think that our ancestors, especially mine, would be very proud of this day. As everyone knows, 50. 59 years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the leader of the now iconic civil rights movement of the 1950s and 60s, delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. The speech has since become ingrained in the collective public consciousness and remains a rallying cry for change, justice, and equality. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about not only what this speech means to African Americans such as myself in 2023, but to all Americans in the world abroad. I tweaked it a little bit. It was supposed to be called the making of a king, but I wanted to make it personal for me. So I, I named it the making of a dream. Firstly, there are a few things we need to understand about Dr. King. He wasn't born with the name Martin Luther. His name on his original birth certificate, April 12th of 1934. After five years of Dr. King being upon this earth, his name was changed, but he was born Michael King. In 1934, his father, a pastor at Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church, traveled to Germany and became inspired by the Protestant Reformation leader, Martin Luther. As a, re as a result, King Sr. changed his name as well as his five-year-old son. So consequently, the change not only, the changing of not only his father's name, but Dr. King placed him on the path to a dream. So let's first look at the first lesson. We should observe the power of a name. The power of righteous name and attributes. Pay attention to what you call yourself and what you're allowed to be called. Today, Dr. Martin Luther King's dream has allowed us to no longer have to suffer the jarring speech of being called a boy or demeaning attributes. The biblical verse, Proverbs 22 and 1, says a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. And favor is better than silver and gold. As we can see, a good name can go a long way. Be conscious of what you call yourself and be dignified in your names. Dr. King's father was a Baptist minister and he was in charge of the children's moral and religious education. It was said that his father had a genuine Christian he was a man of real integrity, deeply committed to moral and ethical principles. He was conscientious in all of his undertakings, even in person who a person who disagrees and with frankness has to admit that his motives and his actions were sincere. 
He never hesitated to tell the truth and speak his mind, however cutting it may be. This quality of frankness has often caused people to actually fear him. Dr. King said, I have had young and old alike say, I'm scared to death of your dad. Indeed, he is stern at many points. This is who Dr. King had to mimic, who he looked up to, who his personality was being modeled by. His father was the pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church and always had quite an interest in civil rights. He was the president of the NAACP in Atlanta. And he almost always stood out for social reform. This is who Dr. King is taking his manners from, who's taking his knowledge from. This is the making of a dream. His mother, Alberta Williams King, the daughter of A.D. Williams, a successful minister as well. Alberta Williams grew up in a, in comparative comfort. She was sent to the best of available schools and colleges and was in general protected from the worst blights of discrimination. An only child, that means that the proper care and attention was solely on her nurture. She was provided with all of the conveniences that any high school or college student could expect. In spite of her relatively comfortable circumstances, his mother never, never, was complacent and, uh, uh, and, and adjusted herself, never adjusted herself to the system of segregation. See, the making of a dream started way before Dr. King. <clears throat> it was in the very fiber of him and, and his being that he was being groomed for such a tremendous call. At the age of 15, Dr. King entered Morehouse College. His father and his maternal grandfather also went to Morehouse College. Morehouse College had three generations of kings. This is the making of a dream. It was because of this deep-rooted religious faith, moral composition, and education that Dr. King knew what life and humanity should look like for all. <coughs> Dr. King was jailed 29 times for this dream. A dream that he said, I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down at the table of brotherhood. I have sat down with Patrick Henry Jolly, the fifth grandson of Patrick Henry. My fifth grandfather was a slave. We'll sit down on my podcast, 10 Minutes of Truth, and spoke in depth, in depth about topics and finding ways to correct injustice, educating one another, and finding a common ground between human beings. We broke bread together. This is what Dr. King dream looks like. Dr. King said that one day, he had a dream that one day little black boys and little black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and little white girls as sisters and brothers. Because of that dream, 
my young children that are four and five years old are able to sit in classroom with little white boys and little white girls and hold hands and play and learn together. This is what Dr. King's dream looks like. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will no longer be judged by the color of their skin, but the content, but by the content of their character. Because of moving the metric and the needle forward, my oldest daughter, whose origins are of black and white, is afforded one of the best educations that this country has to provide, not because of the color of her skin, but by her character and her hard work. This is what Dr. King's dream looks like today. And although racism still exists and biases are still afloat upon the currents of ignorance, this dream is very much alive and we will carry it upon our backs into the future. My name is Sean Barksdale. Thank you for having me.